Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, MJ. This is like a really special kind of crazy, different um, black wine guy experience thing going on right now. Um, you know, uh, my man, uh, I got my man, Jermaine Stone, a.k.a. The Real Wolf of Wine. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, a.k.a. The Wine and Hip Hop Show. <laughs> um, a.k.a. Number Two. We outside. You know, <laughs> you know and... Uh, we just came in here. Listen, I was trying to do something. My phone fucking up. So, um, uh, you know, this is like black wine guy experience unplugged. It's black wine guy, ultra black, raw. It's the ultra it's black, ultra wine black guy experience. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna try not. To, we talking a lot of hip hop. I'm gonna try not to say too many n bombs. Like, you know, Yo, y'all listen. don't even normally Yo, like. Look. I know y'all normally don't get down, but like when I start talking about hip hop, and shit. I'm here with another can, black. Can black, I curse? Can you I? Can, oh, we the, curse the, all the, the fucking time. This shit could get ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, you know, listen, man. I gotta say, when people when people leave the show, man, they end up they drunk, fucked up, all type of stuff. Yeah. You know, so. We had a party, man. I'm yeah, here. I'm yeah. Here no, we here for it. You know, um, <laughs> you know, I learned a lot early on. I had like your girl Mary. Mary Taylor came on, and we got so banged up, man. <laughs> yeah, so, Mary could drink. Yeah, Mary could drink. <laughs> I was like, yo, Mary was, drink. She came out of three bottles. Pop, pop, pop. Oh yeah. Um, and and talking about she wasn't gonna drink because tonight she's like, uh, the night before. And then like next thing you know, man, you know, we had to. That was like the only episode i had to edit it was just we just went off on some yeah. tangents yeah <laughs> um so what's up main hey jermaine stone aka the wolf of wine aka the wine and hip-hop show um tell everybody a little bit about um where you from man yeah man you know um from the bronx new york born and raised boogie down um, boogie down bx you know and i i I really feel like, you know, I tie wine and hip hop a lot to my story. And it's really because I feel like I was submerged in hip hop culture. Like I was born in hip hop, you know, right on 218th Street in the Bronx. That's where I was from, you know. So um it was very, very hip hop encouraged. I lived the way that like, you know, I feel like rap described my lifestyle right, growing right. up a lot. And um it was something to relate to. And then, you know, I got into the wine industry and. You know, that started doing its thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, how, not so exactly. So like, you know, like, um, you know, I fell into it because I met, um, John Capon and when he was a hip hop producer and we talked about like, you know, and he wasn't even doing why he had long ass hair we yeah. used to in the studio. <laughs> we were smoking blunts and shit. Um, and then like he started to get serious about the business. And so I kind of fell into it because, mm. you know, like, how did you, um, brother from the boogie down, how you fall into wine, particularly auctions. Cause you know, yeah. yeah how'd you fall into that? Yeah. At the time. So, um, when I was 20, I was, uh, you know, at the time I was like kind of one foot in one foot out trying to figure out my direction and, you know, said, uh, to, to appease my parents, I was going to go to college, mm-hmm. but I wanted to, um, pay for college on my own. So I took like a full-time job. I didn't want that parent hanging over your head, you mm-hmm. know, calling your moves because they're paying for everything. So took up a full-time job. And, you know, at that time I wrote out like a five-year plan about what I wanted to do with myself as like a plan B. And, um, you know, I needed to get an uh, office administrative experience. So I said I wanted to work at any company that's willing to hire me mm-hmm. that has the opportunity for office experience. So I know how it goes. They don't hire people that don't have office experience. Right. So in order to get in there, my thing was I'll just take the lowest level job at the company. It doesn't matter. I'll do whatever and I'll work my way up. So um I started out working in the warehouse, the um the shipping department at um <clears throat> at Zaki's in uh Westchester County. 
And um, that really, that's what did it for me. You know, it, it opened my eyes up to everything. Just by being a guy that was packing the boxes, I needed to look at the labels right. and cross-reference that with what was um, what on the invoice. So that was how I learned how to read wine bottles. And then mm-hmm. from there, I ended up uh, moving into the auction office as the office uh, administrator. <laughs> you know what that meant? <laughs> the coffee getter. <laughs> Yo. So, well, you know what it was? Like it, everything is going to be what you make it, right? And yep, that was 100. that was um that was totally what I did. I I knew my potential. I knew I could work my way up. And um, you know, so my job was answering the phones, you know, taking orders. Um when when auctions were closed, I would be the person that would process their orders. And um, you know, I there was always a lot of problems prior to the showtime years, as they call it. <laughs> you know what I'm but no, like um, wine logistics is tough and yep. you're dealing with super high net worth clients. Yep. Um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, everyone has um, a specific set of needs that they want. And, um, you know, I was just a people person and I worked my way up through that. So it went from handling uh, outbound deliveries to then also handling inbound deliveries, um, but then also assisting with uh, auctioneering. I was a standing big clerk there for nine years um, and, you know, standing next to Fritz, you're going to learn a thing or two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, man. You know, but yeah, from there. Um, but that was really what uh, wine opened me up to the rest of the world. You know, at that time. I thought that I'd saw a lot, but I really didn't re- realize that I didn't see much. And by moving around different people in the wine industry, um, you know, it opened me up to several different things. It, I always say it made me a citizen of the world. I like that. Um, yeah. Just by getting into the wine industry. I think, man, you made so many good points and it's so true. I tell people wine, wine is like its ultimate passport. Like you even open a bottle, right? So we have this bottle, uh, uh, Provencal Rose. Um, and like it could, it takes you to the south of France, right? But then like particularly wine auctions, um, cause I did some work there too. Like, like I said, it's so high net worth. And then, and then, and invariably, if you are, Hard work in which you are. If you're good at what you do, people know, and people take a liking to you. You provide good service, and then, like you said, then, then you, you know, then you get like, yo, man, uh, uh, come, come, I'm, I'm taking you to uh, EMP, right? Like, yeah. then, then that <laughs> shit starts out, right? Exactly. You know, um, because and, it's so relationship based, you know, yep. and people want, people wanted to like keep one. Uh, one contact. So it, it starts with you handling the outbound stuff. Then you're handling the inbound and outbound stuff. Now you're talking with them about what they're going to buy. And then, you know, and that's how it opens up. But being in, I was very fortunate to be in the wine auction industry because I worked with every uh, spectrum of the wine industry. You work with direct with the wineries. You work with sometimes with negotiants. You work with importers, exporters, brokers, retailers, private collectors, you know, you work with so many different types of people. And in the position I was in, I needed to understand my client's business so that I could, you know, be a good person for them. Yep. And, you know, that's ultimately where a lot of things started for me. And um, I became like a fixer. So that's where the whole Wolf of Wine thing yeah, comes okay. from. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody yeah. always think, look, it is not the, the Wolf of Wall Street. We ain't down with that. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't down with that. You know what I'm saying? It is the wolf from Pulp Fiction. Ah, you know what I'm saying? You, Winston I'm the, Wolf. I'm the guy. If you I'm Kurt, it's because time's the essence. So pretty please <laughs> clean the fucking car. <laughs> exactly. Because you know how many times people are like, shit, why you ain't tell me you called right, Jermaine? Right, like, right. I'm that dude. That's right, how I right, was. So, right, right. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's where it all came from. But that opened me up to so many other things. Um, 
But what I'm doing now is like, you know, my passion has always been music. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. always been a big part of me. Like I, I was rapping up until I got into wine. And so, you know, I didn't stop rapping because I wasn't good. I stopped rapping because I, I didn't love the entertainment business, yeah. you know. And so at that point, I was really just trying to figure stuff out. But now I feel like I, I see the opportunities to bring those two worlds together and, you know, I was in a fortunate position to, one, grow up in hip-hop culture, but also to grow up in wine culture. So now we're in a space where all these things have met. Right, <laughs> and, right, um, right. You know, and, and that's what it's all about, man, just expressing uh, where we are as a culture and yeah. making sure that, you know, we are responsible in um, showing our appreciation for both wine and hip-hop. Yeah, no, I man, it, it is that collision because, like, the cats now who are like some of the hot shot collectors and are like in their fifties, which means they came up on hip hop. That's it. Exactly. All of them, you know, and I know like you had, um, like I had, uh, Robert, my man, you had, and you had him on, <laughs> but you know, like, like me and Robert would got into a full on hip hop thing. That was the best part of you. And then I had Lyle <laughs> fast on and we had, we had the whole sneaker <laughs> shit. And I was like, like, those are for me the dopest points of the podcast is like, you know, listen, man, there's a million podcasts talking about wine, man. Um, and, uh, I don't profess to know more about wine than anybody. I, probably, I mean, I, obviously you guys like us, let's be honest, we know more than 99% of the population, but then there's people who know more than we got the MWs, we got the MSs. Oh, for sure. I'm not, and listen, we friends with them, so I don't need to know. All that, that shit. ain't what I do, and that ain't what I do either. <laughs> That's not what I do. Yeah, I tell people, I'm, you know, but like, yeah. So you have this, you have this moment in time and culture where where everything is coming together, um, and so, um, how did you get started with the wine and hip hop show? Mm. Yeah. So interestingly enough, a lot of people don't know this, but I actually uh, had an internet radio show in oh. 2009. Okay. That was so. At that point, I'm a, I'm a date y'all right now this is the live 365 days anybody that was outside they know about live 365 where you can have your own little radio station so um yeah i had a a, a digital um i had a online radio show called stogel which um was an acronym for stereotypically thugged out genius on the low Okay. <laughs> you know? Now, mind you, at that yeah. time, I'm already a couple years deep in the wine game, but I had a lot of friends that were still in the street. Right. One of my co-hosts on the show sold crack at the time. Right. <laughs> you know? He's like, but the thing you is, got your day job. I got, I got mine, bro. We all got to eat. Gotta you know eat. what I'm saying? We all got kids. But <laughs> but the thing that I wanted to to um show with that um highlight with that show was that like at the end of the day, we did have different careers, but that's still my friend. He's we talked about stuff. Stuff like um, health insurance, right. like you know, nobody <laughs> thinks about how crack dealer got to deal with health insurance. But we all have these things, you know. Um, but I wanted to humanize people that were traditionally considered thugged out. Yep. And I feel like that is what um, the wine industry has done for me. You know, I've been able to make connections with lots of people that would have made preconceived notions Absolutely. with me. Um, but because I know a thing or two about wine, and mind you, again, I'm no MW. Right. I just know what I like. Right. right. <laughs> you know? Right. So right. just being able to to um, articulately talk about what I like. And, um, you know, talk about my experiences has been able to to do that. So really what I'm doing now is kind of an extension of that and, and growing from that. So 
Obviously, people didn't know me for Stogel. That, you know, that state, there was like four episodes See, in and, you know, the team fell apart. You can't do shows with people that's still in the streets. <laughs> you know? But, um, you know, and, and I did several, I, I've always had like a creative outlet. Like I said, I did music, um, when I was growing up and, you know, I was always a writer. So, you know, I'd had a blog for a little while. And, um, and then I just went all into the wine stuff. You know, my wine career just started getting really, really, busy and um you know at that point uh so i moved from zackies to wally's in um 2013 and then in 2016 i started consulting on my own and i wanted to find a way to to stand out to be unique mm -hmm. you know moving over to doing consulting on your own you you're now i'm now not at these auction houses like i'm paying the bill <laughs> when we go out to eat <laughs> you know what i'm yep, saying yep. so marketing as a consultant is really expensive so for me to stay in front of my clients i was like you know what let me just do what's unique to me. And I, I already had radio shows. I was always a person that um, was very creative, uh, dealt with artwork videos. I used to like manage artists even during my time in uh, wine auction, you know, so I always kind of had a, a thing for it. But for me to make sure that I stay present and visible, I said, let me just do this, you know, to have something to talk about. And, you know, I knew that I knew a bunch of rappers. I knew a bunch of wine people. And I knew that they liked each other, you know, culturally. They were both interested in each other. Um, so I felt like what was unique for me was to be able to bring those two things together because those are the sorts of things that I would do at, like, my birthday parties and stuff. You would have these different yeah. melds of people all yeah. connecting together. And they all had a great time and yep. liked all of the same things. So really it was just me and shout out to my man, Levy Dalton. You know, he didn't necessarily say have a podcast, but he was just like, lean into who you are, you know, and pff, shit, this is who you are. This you're very unique in this space. I don't know anybody like you, like highlight that. Yeah. And, um, and still do what you do. So that was a big part of it. And really the content just started doing its own thing. I always knew that it was going to um, develop and become something else, but um, it wasn't the intention when I started it. Um, it. The intention really was to attract a different type of wine drinker. Mm. You know, I knew my friends would go spend $900 on a bottle in the club, no problem, but they wouldn't do it at a retail store. I know, isn't that shit and crazy? And I'm just like, yo, what what is the difference here? The difference is the reverence for the product, yeah. right? They'll they they got the money, but they they won't spend they'll they won't spend twenty dollars on a bottle of wine. <laughs> they'll spend a thousand dollars on sneakers, yeah, yeah. you know, by yeah. roll, all this stuff. But they won't buy the wine because. So I said, how do I create that reverence? How do I bring over that that appreciation that you have for this wine in the club? to your everyday life. There needs to be an entire culture around it. The thing is, there already is. Mm. So let me just highlight the things that are already there and help to meet people where they are. You know, you saw people enjoying Prosecco but not knowing anything about it so that, therefore, people could just give them whatever Prosecco they wanted. Right. You know? <laughs> so yeah. just highlighting, like, you got choices here. You yeah, got yeah, options. Man. You don't need Desmond um, Dedo. Sorry. So... No shades. So, you know, I, um, at the end of the day, I, I felt like, um, I, I could be that bridge and help yeah. to, help to build a culture around it to create that same reverence, yeah. um, to show that it doesn't need to be a super expensive bottle to yeah. be special. Yeah. You know, and through there it was just highlighting what was special about the wines and. 
They got wine and hip hop. (laughs) And so like, and like when you first started, man, like I went back and looked at some of your shows, like, um, like you were coming with some serious hip hop people. Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, you got, you know, fucking, if y'all, if you like Bad Boy from the nineties, mm. I mean you had Easy Moby on, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yo, shout to my man Moby. So yo, I love Easy Mo. That is one of the illest dudes. <sighs> so funny story. Um, Moby, so we had two versions of wine and hip hop. Before it was called wine and hip hop, it was called Taste the World. Okay. And it we were only talking about wine and hip hop. It just didn't fit. The, the subject matter yeah, right. for the show. Like we had, and this isn't out there, but we had little C's on our first episode. Oh, shit. And, um, you know, so we, it was like, I, I needed to change stuff up. So Moby, he was on, um, that version of the show. Then when we started Wine and Hip Hop, that was that Easy Moby episode, the, the Wine and Hip Hop TV episode that came out what, th- last year, but that was, Shot before any podcast that we've ever done, right? Right. That I was, think, yeah, I think yeah. I looked up and it was, it was a while ago. It was shot a while yep, ago. That yes, was yes, the yes, very yes. first yeah, one, yeah. and um, it was in, uh, when we did wine and hip hop. It was initially intended to be um, uh, visual, but you know, editing visual and editing audio was two different things. And I'm a perfectionist, and nothing gets by if I don't <laughs> lo- if I don't absolutely love. We were working on tasting notes from the streets for two years. Yeah, man. I, was, I mean, you got this. <laughs> you I mean, like, I like, like, like you did. T- I mean, you did. Want with Andre, who was on Andre was dope, um, and them cats. Or those who's some white dudes from Britain who had that wine show. Oh, the wine show. Um, yeah, the wine. That's, yeah. A, that's, that's <laughs> called the fucking wine show, right? The wine <laughs> show. But um, yeah. but also I know like um, you're known for doing like you know chopped cheese pairing wines with chopped cheese and Jamaican beef patties, and mm-hmm. so tasting notes from the streets. You worked over two years. And you just say perfection. I mean, how many? I mean, how many did you shoot, and how many did you actually drop? <laughs> so we shot. We have dropped. It's funny now. Let's see. So we've dropped five. Okay. And um, we've probably shot about fifteen. You wow. know, um, three of which will never see the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yo, and this is how this stuff starts. Tasting those from the streets was supposed to be a little five minute thing, right. That I was doing on Instagram, right. And you know my 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 producer, um, my, shout out to my man Headmate Book. Shit's delicious, by slapping yo, dude. Yo, Age Provence Rose. You know what I'm saying? This and that'll shit. go. That'll keep going too. Oh, I know. That'll keep anyway, going. Anyway, so you got your producer um, is like, yeah, he's like, he's the one who wants to make everything a whole movie every time. Right, right. And so it just it kept developing from there and uh, became longer and longer. But ultimately, again, when you think about communicating hip hop culture. Most people only think about music, but hip hop is a, a way of life. You it's know, it's a, way, it's a way you dress. It's Lucy's. It's the way, exactly. You it's know, by a <laughs> like, it's, it's a part of, there Wait, is an entire culture, it's a, right? Exactly. It's fucking, it's fucking getting a boar's head sandwich for like five dollars for the deli issue. You know, <laughs> you know, and there are foods that, um, that are you yep. and speak to like the Jamaican beef patty, for example, like, that is the um a product of the migration of Jamaicans in the 70s into the United States. Mm. That was the same thing as hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like right in that mid 70s. Yeah, because with Cool Herc, right? Like they exactly. kind of brought the DJ so culture you, over. That's how it happened. So that 
Jamaican beef patty episode tells a whole different story, like why it connects to hip hop culture. You know, well, people don't realize that it does connect. It's just like, yeah, Jamaican beef patty. It's a hood thing. Right. But why is it a hood thing? How did it become yeah. that? And people don't realize like this all came together. This was one package. So, you know, that's why the, the authenticity of the show, it's produced by the heat makers. Those are multi-platinum producers, you know, um, that are scoring the episodes. So, um, we take it very, very seriously. And, you know, again, it's just about communing, communicating how intelligent, um, the art in hip hop is. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to have to come. We, we're going to do the full episode because <laughs> yeah. there's so much for us to unpack. Oh because, yeah. Oh yeah. As we dive into it. Um, and so, and then also, so you did taste notes from the streets and then, um, you know, then you started doing, I seen like you did some, uh, you started doing events, right? Yeah. And so, like when I saw that, I thought was dope. I was, I, I might, I don't know where I was. I was out of town. I would come through was, um, with Leah Cohen. Yeah. Yes. 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 So, so, oh, so, yeah. so like, how did you, um, I mean, in my mind, and I'll just put it like, so like, you are, you like said, you came up in hip hop. You're from the Bronx, you know, and that's where Karis went. So I know, <laughs> you know, you know, anyway, you know, you know, like, yeah, it, yeah, it, it was real shit it's out real there. Shit, it's real right? shit, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, um, you're putting this together, you come up, um, so you had to watch Video Music Box, and it seems like, what you're doing is playing off the Ralph McDaniels model now because, because <laughs> ostensibly you don't necessarily make a lot of money on your podcast. Right, right. Right? Like, like, you, like, they paying the fucking mortgage, right? So, like, is that was like your inspiration, like watching what Ralph did? Cause that's what he used to do. He, like, they would they fucking do events. You know, it's like, like, like we go get into some, like, some of the shit you did recently, but like, wine and hip hop shows coming here, yeah. sell some tickets, yeah. people get to <laughs> nah, shout out, we well, the like, <laughs> shout, shout out to, uh, to all the nah. brothers and all Yo, makers. I'm gonna bring Crazy Sam back. Yo, Crazy <laughs> Sam, man, holla at me, we need you, bro. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Crazy Sam, crazy oh, Sam was the man. <laughs> was um, and no, but, um, no, well, <laughs> when you think about it, like I was saying, when I approached media, it was from a, pr um, a, a perspective as a consultant. Yeah. And, you know, ultimately, Crew Love is a um, a consulting company. Mm -hmm. So when we work with clients, we have to find different unique ways to um, to communicate those messages. Now, the thing is, in this position, you know, you it, you have to be very careful about who you align yourself mm -hmm. with. You want to work with people that you believe in. So, you know, um, you know, shout to all the countries that we've worked with. So this way it's organic. You know, it's I don't have to try to pretend that I like wine from Bordeaux. <laughs> you know right. Saying? No, I know. Like, I trust people so, send me wine all the know, fucking time. And it, I'm like, it might not show up in my feed. If it doesn't show up in my feed, be glad. Cause I, I'm not someone, I'm not going to shit on your wine, but, <laughs> but, but don't just think like you're going to tap, you know? So like, yeah, like exactly. you, like I, I, what you did recently, like with regions, like, like, okay, who don't like, I mean, well, you don't have to like Bordeaux, but you obviously work in auction. You're going to like Bordeaux. Right. right. Exactly. And, and then there's also like, 
connecting. Ultimately, my message has to be um, united with my clients, right? Like we have to look at the world the same way. And, you know, thankfully, we're in a space where several people are looking at the world in the same way. So when we um, present packages, we don't just um, look at things from an audio perspective. We try to offer a full experiential mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm. you know, so that's why the content that we have is like fully immersive. You know, we'll do a live podcast. We'll simulcast it on Zoom. Um, you know, we'll host an ep- We'll put out an episode of Tasting Notes from the Streets with chopped cheese and Cornas. But, you know, all Cornas is a Syrah from Northern Rome, France, right? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to highlight different styles of Syrah so that you have options. Um, and we'll do that at the event. So it becomes a fully immersive thing. And it helps to develop our um, uh, relationship with our fan base. Um, but also, this is how you create culture. You know, you have to the experiential part is important, but it's funny you mention that because I, I definitely did not start this out to do events, you know, but um, I feel like I'm an artist with this shit, man. And I'm just trying to communicate what the passion is. So, you know, as long as I can um, start that ripple effect, you know, the the content is the ripple effect and you, you're going to feel this for forever, you know, so this way we can put an episode out here in New York and, and do a chopped cheese events in three different countries if we wanted, you know, and it <clears throat> continues to keep rolling. So they're going to um, be opening up a chopped cheese joint in fucking Paris. <laughs> listen, listen, we need yeah. to wait. Listen, I'm, I'm going to get, we're going to mains <laughs> chopped cheese. Yo, just, just go get some fucking chopped look, cheese. Look, I ain't going to tell you what we ate in France, but we ate some shit. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it, but nah, that's, that's what it's about. It's about, um, you know, make, uh, helping people see how relatable we already are. You know, there's more. We have more in common than we than we we have <laughs> apart. It just boggles my mind. You know, we was talking to the sister the other day. Today, I'm like, we have more in common with people than than most people look for. It's like, what, it's like, what are you looking for, man? Exactly. Look for what we have in common. Exactly. Because then that's that's you know, and 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 you know, like hip hop has is and. Man, so we need a longer show because, like, I would want to get into <laughs> hip hop versus rap and like what all the shit out here now. Oh, but, man. but but like like the the like the the culture of hip hop has affected the whole world, right? You know, I was in, I got a daughter, she lives in Dublin. We went over, went up to Belfast. We're in a tunnel, it's just all graffitied out in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Yo, man. now it's to the point where you know, you know, hip hop is so global. I love UK hip hop. Yeah, you got artists from America. Copying UK artist style of rap. Yeah, I believe that's that crazy. shit. That it, shit is it crazy. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's so crazy. It's cool though. But um, you know, even speaking to so many different people internationally, you know, a dude rolling up with Tim's and a fitted, you know, they're welcoming that because of what their experience was growing up with that. Right. Right. <laughs> right. 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 So, <laughs> like, when you think about rap, rap has been the international ambassador for like. The hood for yeah, how long? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just you know? like jazz. It's just like what jazz did. Exactly. Very well received around the world. Exactly. You that, know, that's what it's all about, man. And, and um, you know, so so what? Like, what have you been up to? So, listen, this is why we here. <laughs> what you been up to, my man? You've been traveling the country doing what? I've been moving around. You've been moving around. I've been moving around. Like, who you fucking with? Germany? You fuck with Bordeaux? Yeah. Like, what? What? Like, what? What? What's been I'm, going on the past like six months, man? I'm I'm international, baby. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? You know? They call my name my. 
auction day's name used to be Showtime. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's, it, I'm back to international uh, show. Okay. You know, or sometimes they call me Jump on a Jet Germain because I'll be out uh, so much. Okay, you know? okay. But <laughs> I see you, Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, no. Uh, so we recently completed a um a campaign working with um Clink Different, which is a um it's a collaboration uh, funded by the European Union between Wines of Bordeaux Brothers and Wines of Germany. Brothers from the European Union. So Yo, what? let me tell you something, man. Like, somebody asked me the other day, and they were like, yo, so what client, because people always ask, like, yo, so what exactly do you do? And like, so what clients, and I told them, like, well, what clients are you interested about working with right now? I was like, oh, you know, Europe. <laughs> it was like, okay. <laughs> it's looking for you. But no, um, so we did this campaign. Now, you think about um, Bordeaux and you think about Germany. Right. They seem super different, right. but they have a ton of things in common. You know, several things like, um, you know, you think about uh, they're both misunderstood, mm-hmm. right? You think about uh, Bordeaux, you think mixed reds. You don't think about the classic whites, right? You don't think about the amazing sparkling coming out of Bordeaux. You know, you think about uh, Germany, you think about uh, Riesling. You don't think about Spate Burgunder. You, you don't, don't think yo, about sect. Germany is going to win the, <laughs> the Pinot Noir Wars, bro. Yo, I'm telling you, man, they got some shit right now. I went to, I went to the, after I saw you, I went over to Scranton. I had the Von Winnings Pinot Noirs. Mm. Like, oh, fuck. And that was one of you, and, and that's just Von Winnie. I mean, you know, you know Robert. Yep. You go to his, like fucking, you go to his shit, like he'd be pulling out some spot, but Gunner's like, oh, that Keller. That, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. But no, so, you know, we, the, so working with them, they wanted to highlight how these things are cool and different. Like, how do we talk about these things mm-hmm. and compare them? So, um, I thought back to this thing called Pass the Ox. Now, Pass the Ox was like a warm up that I would do before, um, before we recorded a podcast. You know how it is. Sometimes when you don't know the guest, yeah, like the y- first 15 <clears throat> minutes are like a little dry. And uh, you need that's a warm up. Listen, I usually do like when I do the podcast proper, I do 20 questions with MJ, like, and then I, I have those archived. They're like my blooper reel because mm-hmm. I need to warm motherfuckers up, just like you said. Because yeah. my mother's be coming off tip. Yeah, you they know, come, they expect one thing. Yeah, and, and I try and tell them they, yeah. they're like, "Do you have any questions?" I'm like, "No, we just gonna have a conversation." Yeah, which I think your style is probably pretty similar, Very. and so people aren't used to like yeah. a lot of these wine cats. They want to know what's coming. Down. I'm like, "Bro, we're gonna go where where you go. You, you're gonna open a door, and we're gonna walk through it." Exactly. You know. So yeah. So pass. I love that. Like yeah. I, I know that you have to warm your guests up. Yeah. So it was a way to warm up, but and we didn't do it as wine pairings. It was just like that's what me and my family do. I have like. I'll show you after the show. We have like recorded aux cord battles. Like this is what we do in the crib. Like, and it's just me trying to impress you with the song that I'm going to play. Right. And you trying to impress me with the song yeah. that you're going to play. Right. Yeah. So it's always fun. You break out some old school joints. Um, like, Oh, I forgot about that record. Like that's the vibe that you want when you're doing a little aux cord battle. Yeah. Now, because I got you because my ass is from the suburb. You're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not coming no in West Philadelphia, born in Asia. I'm not coming. I'm coming like you so know. Shout I out want, to Trav. I want to know which type yeah. of drink you try to bring I, I, out. You know, I, I, but you know, I'm I'm very improvisational. So like I'm I got I, listen. I've been on this. Yeah, we I'm just we just gonna talk. I've been on this like since we've been talking about since you called me. You hit me up, and like I got, I got my book. 
And I've been writing in my journal, like, like yeah. I'm like, oh, I can do yeah, that. Like, right. Now I'm talking to my wife. I'm like, should I go that direction? She's like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I said, like, like, brother from the Bronx. I mean, I ain't trying, like, I, you know, like he, you know, so um, it's very, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Because interesting enough, like the first article ever written about me yeah. and Jeb Dunnick was the intersection of wine and music because I'm mm, the same thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and for me, what, like for me coming from the suburbs, like Jersey, like, you know, we had a car, we had AM radio, man. So like. When I started getting to hip hop, um, I would know all the samples from from AM yeah. radio from like all that white shit, the carpet, all that. All, Ooh, yeah, yeah, this yeah that. right, 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 right. You Puffy's know? a man, exactly. Man. Yeah, and then, oh my god, yeah, like so, so, so then that that comes my like. Like that was my thing. Like I got an ear for the sample. I'm like, oh shit, mm-hmm. you know, like oh shit, did they sample? They like just sample fucking um, Steely Dan. What the fuck? I know, I, you know, what I mean, they yeah. just sample fucking <laughs> Sesame Street. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's that's the thing with hip hop. You know, it's crazy because like I listen to music now, and you know, I'm listening with different ears. You know, this is pushing forty, Jermaine. You know what I'm saying? And my son, my son, I have a 16 year. Well, he's gonna be 16 in November. You know, he's listening to a, in my mind, it's like a whole different genre, you know? Yeah, and I know, man. Whew. It's just an interesting space where like the parents are listening to the same music as their kids. Like it is <clears throat> very different. But then I hear the samples that they're using. Right. And it's from like, oh shit. I'm like, yo, how you sampling this? Well, that's, you know what, kid? That's what I'm like, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers don't even know that you, they, they, it's not even, they don't even know. I would be happy they say you sample Biggie. They, they, they're like eight motherfuckers after Biggie. I'm like, First of all, it's the Ozzy Brothers. <laughs> exactly. All right? First of all, it's the Ozzy Brothers. Let's, let's start there. Yeah, let's, let's yeah. start here, yeah, right? Right, right. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's an interesting no. concept, right? It's, it's cool, man. So, but we're past the aux now. We, we wanted for, um, for this, for that campaign, we wanted to highlight, um, find a way to talk about the wines and highlight what was special and different about them. So, you know, I'm a person, I talk through vibes. So, um, I can, we wanted to interest people that may not be familiar with these styles. And how do we do that? You might be familiar with the music. So let me explain to you what this wine means to me through music or why I'm connecting to this. So now you're attaching that wine to a memory, mm-hmm. you know, um, and th- from there, you're able to truly build a relationship with the wine, you know, um, and just exp- and it, it's also a cool way to get to know the influence. So, so with past the arcs, what we've done is, um, you know, we meet with different wine influences in every city and we create a wine and hip hop pairing vibe session. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we go back and forth passing the arc, but before we, um, before we play the song, we are going to present the wine, you know, and talk about why that wine is special and then bring in what wine we pairing with it, man. So in, in July, for National Prosecco, we, I mean, it's only fitting we drinking some Prosecco. I know, so right that's what we don't want this Prosecco, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? So now, but in July, for National Prosecco Week, you know, my, my, my brother MJ and I, you know, he's graciously, um, gonna, gonna grace the stage with me for our Pastor Ox New York. Uh, first joint in New York. I'm getting goosebumps. Man, and shit, fucking that's around huge. With you. It's huge. You first know? joint in New York. And we had to do it big. That's why I hit you, man. I, I, that's why the I'm streets like, wanted like, this shit. Yeah. Streets listen, wanted it. I know. I, I was like, I was like, yo, man, I was watching, he's down in Atlanta, over in LA, he in Chicago. <laughs> Motherfucker's yeah. throwing down. I was like, yeah. I was like, God damn, this dude, this brother is, is he's making moves. And then like, you know, and then you know, uh, Trav, 
Shout out Hood Sam. My man Hood Sam. What yo, up? What up, man? <laughs> was like, you know, he was like, yo, you know, he hit me a while back. He's like, yo, I'm working with Maine. I'm helping it. And he's so excited. And he's like, you know, y'all two are like inspirations to me. Yeah. And then like, literally, I seen him last week and, um, he was like, yo, the man, I was like, he already hit me, man. <laughs> he's like, yo, I told him, I was like, he's like, don't sleep. He's like, he's like, he's like, I'd be up in your stories. I'd be peeping you. Like, so like, yeah, man. I like for me, fucking. I love music. I love music. Like you know, I I I said like I used to. So yo, I'm. I'm to, so my mom was Joe Witness. So like I like couldn't hang. I, I did some sports, but I'd be up in my room just listening to music. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, you know, so like I wasn't going to dances and all that shit. Yep. You know, so like locking it in. I was locked in, so I was, I was just listening to fucking music. You know, and all kinds of music. And I and I'm a little bit older than you, so I came up in the '80s. You know. You know, uh, so same I got same bag. You yeah, know. yeah, same bag. Exactly. You know, you know, like Puff said, make, take hits from the eighties. Yeah, yeah. You know, so <laughs> exactly. I do all that shit, and then also the seventies. You know, just because my parents and just uh, the whole background. But this past the ox shit, y'all. Fuck, man. Listen, but see, that's how you go fuck me up with the sample. Oh yeah, man. See, that's what. That's, I, see, I I know not to sleep on you with the sample. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can fuck me up with them samples. So you know now I know you could go steely dim with yeah. it. I gotta, <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah, yeah. And is that a, is he just saying that? Because I could go steely dim with that shit. But I, I know it's just a funny thing. Like, like, like you know, like. I'm like, all right, you know, I do what I do. Maine do what he do. I said, but Maine, Maine fucking, you know, he, his brother's up here with uh, Easy Mo B's got fucking, he knows everybody in <laughs> track masters and shit, you know? <laughs> nah. That's how you rolling deep. Yo, I might bring Jay to kiss out. Yeah, I might not. Nah. Exactly, right? <laughs> oh my no. God. You know what? I will say this though. And, and this is, this is definitely something to think about. It's like, yo, have as much fun with it as Oh possible. no, this is going to be just, because, just ridiculous like, amounts of fun. Just do like, go, the more over the top you are with some shit, the funnier it is. Like yeah. every city, and I've learned a lot by watching. Because yeah, I was telling me like, Will I Black was seeing the battles. Said, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't battling. Changes. Yo, I wasn't battling. I was emceeing them. Like, yo, Derry Westbrook, a bad boy, son. <laughs> <laughs> Derry Westbrook is a bad boy with the wild parents. Him and Will, we're in LA. Derek and Will did an outfit change, <laughs> like mid joint. And you know what side winos? They came in. They had like a confetti gun. They popped it off when <laughs> when the beat dropped on the Kendrick joint. It was it was crazy. But you know then um, in Miami it was totally different. Like shitty wine memes. She had like amazing one line of jokes. Yeah, <laughs> like she's funny, so man. it's just it was just interesting to see you know everyone bring in different personalities. Like Tahira in Atlanta, all of her um, choices were very personal. Yeah. And she was able to connect with the audience in a different way. So it was just really, really interesting. And um, for that tour, I was very intentional about uh, working with different types of people that can tell a lot of different perspectives. Yeah. So every city really told a different story, man. But for National Prosecco Week, Yo, it's I mean, summertime, man. I so mean, we gotta pop the shit off. For you know? a second week, it had to happen though. <laughs> like, we both both worked in auctions. Exactly, exactly. You man. know, just out here, um, we got some crossover um, between us. But like, I think between us, uh, people are listening now. But like, ultimately, like, we got so much in common because of the music and the wine, man. At the end of the freaking oh, day, man. Oh, of course. And it's New York City. And it's New York City. Like, yo, we was out just what two days ago? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <we was> out <laughs> yeah, bumped into this. I'm exactly. Like, oh, yeah. Shit. yeah, it's one of them things. Like once, it, once, like, it's like one of them things. Like, like when I first bumped into you at the Riesling study, you know. Mm -hmm. 
I was like, oh man, because like you don't know a motherfucker from the Instagram, really, you know, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, you know, I was like, I was trying to figure. I was like, oh, it all makes sense now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, you know, once I like, once you get in the room, I'm like, oh, okay, I see what this was about. It yeah, all makes yeah. sense now, yeah. you know. Um, and that shit is dope. So, um, tell people, you know, wh- what's wh- tell people where it's going down. When is the yeah, how it's happening? So check it. Listen. National Prosecco Week. National Prosecco Week. All right. So we are, we running this thing past the aux is right back like we left some. This time we got 20 wines, 20 different Proseccos <laughs> will be in the building. Like this is the widest array of Prosecco you've ever tasted yeah, in your life. Yeah, for real. You for know real. What I'm for real. But um, we're going to be doing these amazing wine pairings. Uh, so starting out in Chicago, it's Derek Westbrook and I, um, that will be on July 20th. And then on the 23rd, my dog, black wine guy and I, we going to shut the city down real quick. Yeah, man. man. I got, I got, I got fucking beats in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> the streets, the streets have wanted this for such a long time. So I'm just so happy to, to be able to deliver this, man. Well, you know, I'm, you know, it's good to get that love from the streets, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not like, I think of like, for me, like, I'm like, like my, my boys, like you, like, you like, you like the best code switcher. They say like, I'm a good, I'm like, you know, so like y'all. Motherfuckers, you see a little different side of me. You're like, damn, I ain't know it. I ain't know if she got down like that. <laughs> like, damn, bro. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> they gonna get the gangbang beats exactly, coming out. Exactly, like, Whoa. Exactly. I ain't even know. Nah, you, it like, was some years yeah, we wasn't cool. Don't yeah, worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. And that's the uh, other part, though. Like, I think that it's important to show unity with yep, what we do. Yep, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. yo, at the end of the day, your show is lit, man. Yeah, thank your, you, man. The, the show you. is fucking lit. And thank you for having me and, on also and, and, and but like and i look at your cinematography man and the beats i'm like shit i'm like i'm like you know um this is like this is just a promo to be out this ain't yeah, the fucking we're we gonna get together do oh, a yeah. Yeah, real we're we gonna unpack all this shit about you growing up in the bronx his parents we're gonna oh, unpack yeah. all that shit but yeah. we like i like like when he called me he's like yo man can we get in the studio and do i'm like yes we're gonna go we're gonna record some shit this is raw you know so i didn't even go hey Everybody's your boy MJ. Like I was like, yo, man, we just going fucking. Man. Yeah, exactly. We outside. <laughs> you, listen, if we yeah. was outside, that's almost. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh know? yeah. For sure, man. You Look, know? we about to go outside. Yeah, we about to go outside. <laughs> that's why when I, when you first came, you said, "How you feel?" I'm like, better than I should for last night, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, see, I'll I be in, I'm a house cat though, man. It's sad. I'll be in the crib. Like, I'm now starting to get out a little bit more, but. No, me too. I'm a, first of all, I'm a cancer. I'm be 54 next week, man. So I like did my shit. Yeah. You know yeah, what like, I'm, And I'm, I'm married too. What the fuck I'm going out for? <laughs> um, but yeah, but I like, I am a bit of a homebody. Like last night I stayed out late as hell, you know, and I was just like, and I was like, but it was nice, but I hear you. And, and that's kind of like one of the challenges is like, as you mature, in life, like, and staying relevant, but like, you know, like, you got, you got to get, you like, you working with the European Union, man. You can't, you got to get up and go to fucking work next morning. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yo, I'm telling you, man. Uh, but it, you know, and the thing is, though, you also got to stay connected to what's going. I know, on. and that's the thing. You got to keep you your know ear to the pulse of the street. What's popping? You gone for like three months. They people going to new restaurants I and know, shit. I'm I like, know, I know, like, like I like that's why I even I said I came because I have the fuck. I ain't been in the studio for almost two months because I I had banked so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
And I go, I go stir crazy whenever I go. I'm like, give me on a motherfucking microphone, <laughs> shit. Give me yo, an excuse. Just come in here and just talk. Yeah, that's like, exactly. Yo, you know, I, it's just me, no guests, y'all. I'm just, yeah, you, know, you know, tell y'all what's going on with me right <laughs> exactly. now. You know I mean, I had a rough morning. <laughs> exactly. uh, <laughs> there was, it might have been a blunt and some whiskey <laughs> at 12 o'clock at night, which I haven't done mm. in like. 30 years. <laughs> Not 30. Okay, 25. Like, right. It was last week. But uh, okay, but whatever. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know me. Yeah. You don't, don't judge exactly. me. Exactly. You don't know my life. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this shit's going to be lit, man. So yeah. uh, tell people the date, the time, where it's at, and how they can get tickets. Yes. So go to wineandhiphop.com forward slash events. Once again, we in Chi-Town. On the 20th of July, we back in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, in New York on July 23rd. It's me and my dog, MJ. It's going down. Yeah, man. man. We're going to find out who runs New York. Yeah, man. Oh, listen, man. You know. Yeah. Hey. 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 Oh, I got to pull a little something in here. You got to pull a little something in here. Yeah, we got to. Yeah. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers definitely gonna be clicking, drink, clicking, <laughs> clicking differently on the twenty third. Y'all need to come out. This is gonna be so much fun. You, you ain't never seen anything like this when it comes to wine. Yeah. Oh no, nah. it's it's so much fun because it's also like people will think that it's like you know a presentation or something like that, but nah, it's a party. Like yeah. we come up, we talk for like five minutes. We step down. It's like really like being at a funk. You know how Funk Master Flex always running his mouth talking. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 like that. Yeah. You know. But um, it, it's it's gonna be dope, man. And uh, you know, I haven't. I was emceeing before. I was hosting. I ain't really get to get in and mix it up. You know. So this is gonna be a good one. It's so funny really you said excited. that. I know we got to get out the studio because I don't even actually. But 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 like <laughs> literally, I saw uh like a video on Instagram the other day. It was like um. Hype men, like when the hype, like, oh, the lady, like, like, and they had the MC ready jump in and fucking like, funk man's like, keeps going, all the, everybody just, the hype man just keeps fucking going, right? So this shit's yeah. gonna be lit. Um, make sure you, um, you following, um, wine and hip hop show on Instagram and at real wolf of wine on Instagram. Uh, make sure you, like you said, go check it out to wineandhiphop.com slash events. Get your tickets. Um, yo, this was too much fun. This was like, this is, this shit is raw. This is, we in the streets. We, we, you know, we just outside right now. Uh, it's your boy MJ sign off my man. Main, talk to him. Say peace. Peace out, y'all. Yo, look, man, this shit was too dope. We about to just start a, like a three hour t- Twitch stream. Oh, yeah. No, listen. Just play some music now, and vibe now, now, out. Now, 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 me and you on some other, like, they, they can't even about to handle what's about to happen. Nah, they ain't ready. They, they ain't cause, ready. because, like, fucking, like, we got the vibe and shit. So, got, it's, this, this one's gonna be the, the, the ultimate ultra black guy exactly right, it's right, gonna right. be with a black cover he ain't by the great cover no more exactly. it's all black exactly <laughs> it's gonna be me in the shadow exactly the ultra exactly. black wine exactly. guy exactly. <laughs> you know oh my god two black wine guys oh, got together in brooklyn one night anyway yo everybody it's your boy mj thanks for listening make sure y'all come out check it out um you know we're gonna i'm gonna put this out really soon so in time and uh we love y'all peace, peace.